You're tuning in to Two Brownish Girls with your hosts Talitha and Cribs. Just a quick disclaimer and explicit content warning. All content in this podcast is 100% unfiltered and is from our own personal views and experiences and not on behalf of anyone else. We want to use this platform as an opportunity to speak on topics prevalent in our personal experiences, both as Australian-raised Melanesian and Polynesian women in Western Sydney. As two brownish girls, Krups and I would like to acknowledge the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the First Nations of this country, and the Darug people, the traditional custodians of the land in which we record and share our stories on. We pay our respects to elders past and present and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and colonisation continues to this day. Now on to our show. Hello and welcome back to episode 4.5, the second half of our music edition podcast from Two Brownish Girls. Two Brownish Girls. There's two of us here. Two. <laughs> I was so. about to count in a different language than I had in my <laughs> so. I was going to be like, Talofa. <laughs> Talofa lover. Um, so <laughs> this is, yeah, episode 4.5. And we're, well, because Talitha and I just can't stop at one episode. About music. About yeah. music. She was like, should we just you know go with it and i was like i feel like we'd we'd go and we won't stop like we'd go for hours on end i said half an hour each of our personal (laughs) (laughs) forecasting our personal dilemmas with music but then cruz being the responsible one's like no we need to have a plan i'm like a plan but i'm overwhelmed so yeah um we're just gonna kind of use a few questions that we have on a as a catalyst for a bit of more discussion about music and how it can relate to like our experiences with um, identifying with our culture. So um, probably the first one is why do people think that brown people only like reggae music? And this question <laughs> came from a good mate of mine, um, lawyer, um, who set this through on Instagram. Um, so let's discuss, let's go through that. So what do you think? Why do you, how do you, how does that statement or that, that question like make you feel? I don't want to hate on reggae music because obviously Bob Marley is fucking amazing. Was an icon. Yeah. Let's respect that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think that, I think they just, I really think that they put all brown people on tropical islands all together. <laughs> so they think, they don't think there's a difference between like the Caribbean and, yeah, I don't know what parts. I'm not good at geography, but I, like, <laughs> I think they all they think okay, brown people island must be the same thing. Mm. I think they all think we're from the same place. Like I feel like they all think we're from Jamaica. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like that's what that's I think. That's, I think that's the reality. Look, to be honest, it doesn't help that like brown people make reggae music. That's okay. I I I love the sons dun, of Zion's dun, of the world, dun, dun, but um. Dun. I wanna know, wanna know. <laughs> no, like I still obviously Bob Marley, a god, so I respect that. But yeah, uh, I feel like it, what's your thought? <laughs> it can like really, um, like it's really close-minded, mm. and sometimes even like stigmas like that makes me wanna be like, no, it's not just reggae. No, I no, I don't just listen to that. And sometimes, like in my 
early years, like 10 years ago, like I didn't want to listen to reggae music. I was just like, nah, I'm too cool for it. Like, nah, I'm like, this was the same time when I cut my hair short. <laughs> and I it's didn't want to. It's one of those yeah. <laughs> brown girls go through when we shave our heads. And yeah. we're like, no, we're yeah, not like the stereotypes. Yeah, Talitha and I both shaved our heads. So <laughs> that doesn't say anything about us. Much to the dismay of um, my mother at the time that she. Yeah, much to my sister she, as well. She, she was didn't, pissed. She was like, oh, that's so. It's because you go to art school now. And, oh. <laughs> You shaved your head. Oh, interesting, interesting. You go to SCA once. Yeah. <laughs> you went to AIM once. She's like, and didn't even go to sing. Went as an audio engineer. You're like, no, not good enough. But I think also reggae, to elaborate on that, I think also um, one of my friends mentioned, shout out, Dirk Diesel on Instagram. Yeah. Give we also have, I think it's also with R&B. Yes. That we have. Yes, yes. Uh, that I was think, a good point, actually. I think I've had more um, instances with R&B, being like stereotype that I listen to R&B. Mm. And yeah, that's a very, um, <laughs> it is, I, I don't mind R&B, but I, I really know out of all the music genres that I listen to, it's one music genre that I don't know too well, like. But what have you? Do you feel like because people have stereotyped you to listen to R and B that you don't listen to it even more? I just well, I do listen to like nearly every day. I listen to because it's like my work song when I'm overwhelmed at work. It's like Monica, just one of them days. <laughs> <laughs> and I got, you know, and I actually do sing it with the um a fellow aunt girl at work <laughs> that we do sing that song like. And I had it on one of just my playlists, and I even know. my brother the other week was like. You're listening to Monica. Like he was actually shocked that I was listening to Monica. He was he made a big deal about it. And yeah. So I don't know if it's the stereotype. I think you know. I think we say that it's not. Like we say, oh no, it's because I want to listen. But I think subconsciously, yeah. I think that's we what do I'm saying. Fight. We fight the urge where it's like, I don't want to be stereotyped. That's why I have Daft Punk tattoos and I have a David Bowie tattoo and I have all these things, <laughs> which are like, all facts, by the way. All facts. <laughs> but no, yeah, that's what I. Th- that's what I feel like sometimes. I don't like publicly say that I listen to R and B music or some form of R and B because like they're just like oh yeah it's fucking typical mate but like <laughs> you know I'm just like no I actually I actually listen to neo soul thank you very much or like I don't even know, know what that is that's like, like the internet I I can't like I'm not even I'm like so <laughs> all the subgenres are like these subgenres I'm like mm. oh wow. That even back in the day, um, people used to say, oh, you used to go to, like, Tank Nightclub. Did you used to go to R&B Super Club? Yeah. R&B Super oh. Club on the Friday. And I'd be like, no, I go to One Love on the Saturday because I'm a mad electronic music fan. Like, and, they're, and they're like, One Love, is that the reggae festival? Yeah. They said, is it, one, is it One Love that's in Paramount? I said, no, that's One World, the Islander Club. So it was always, like, a, it, it was always an instant where it was, like, a really... I, I remember being at One Laneway when... Tarawamo played that one 2011 I think yeah and um I ran into my friend and then his friend is like oh Tarawamo looking at me saying oh he's like a rapper hey so she based that what yeah she said that to me there's even oh my gosh even just last year um we're at a friend's house in Marrickville my brother and I and then we caught an uber back yeah and the uber (laughs) said to me my brother was sitting in um (laughs) the back seat and um, 
I was sitting in the front and as soon as I got in, the Uber driver said he had like WSFM on. I listen to WSFM like every day. That's my normal radio station. Don't judge me. I, I love the classic hits. 101.7. WSFM. All about that. Shout out. All that. But um, the Uber driver said straight away to me, if you want to put any R&B wow. or anything, and my brother couldn't stop laughing. Like he was like, he had to, pro- he had to prevent himself from laughing. Oh my gosh, if you really know her brother's love. Oh, because he knows how, he knows how intense I would have reacted to that. And I'm like, no, this is fine. WSFM is fine. <laughs> but he was like in the back, like trying to hold his laughing because he's like, I don't want to cause an awkward scene. We still have like, a half an hour trip back to our house. <laughs> but he was really like, after he's like, oh my God, I can't believe he asked you to play R&B because he's just like, out of like, you know, cause I've just never really listened to r Like I know it. Like, obviously I mentioned Monica before, but um, to be honest, validated. that's the only, that's the validated. only Mo- Monica song I know. And, but I've just never like, there's always memes about like, oh, I want love like a, old school 90s r&b oh love. gosh and i can't like i feel bad because a part of me i feel like i can't relate to it being a brown girl that i don't feel validated as a brown girl mm, because mm. i don't have that connection like everyone else like you know my friends and family especially my family yeah they're all like r&b things like yeah mm, before i have another question to like throw out there it's funny that you said that monica's your um your song that you play when you're stressed out at work because you know what mine is this fucking song by sparkadia and it goes too much to do and there's not enough time and that's every time when i'm like fucking stressed out 300 emails deep and i'm just like too what should do? That's, that's, like a, that's actually a good point. Like when you're overwhelmed at work, like what's your preferred yes. playlist? What's your what's your tune? What's the song that you play when you're like stressed out? Because I think I have a playlist called for the H, for the HKs. Um, if you're not from Western Sydney, HKs means hard cunt. Yep. Um, just to <laughs> with a K, there. obviously. With a K, yeah, we're mm. like that. Mm. And my playlist is basically just um, death metal and hard styles. So it's just Slayer and it's like Headhunters, Wild Styles, um, Show Tech. So it's like the two extremes of my, my – because my mood is always like at work. It's either like a good or a plus mm. or a negative. Yeah, hell yeah. So – All the way up, all the way down. Yeah. Um, But the question I wanted to – ask and now i've actually i wish i wrote it down because i've actually forgotten mm-hmm. um mm, it was about r&b music this is why we're always cautious with the music yeah because even one of my friends who was listening today and he said when's it edi- like the second edition now i'm like you just started listening to the podcast today <laughs> like, music is like he's probably gonna listen to this he's like you're personally attacking me like Oh, and I was also laughing just before how you were talking about One Love, the... What is it? A club? The club? Or the club night? So One Love was the club night that started at... In Melbourne at... Mm. Oh, something... Something ballroom. Like Prince Mm. something ballroom. And um, they always had compilations that always had like Ed Banger records and like just really... That two thousand yeah, like sevens like I like, like Simeon Mobile Disco Yeah, Simeon Mobile Disco, Cut Copy, like all the remixes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had heaps of like compilations out of I remember that nights. yeah and then at the same time a coexisting in a different part of Sydney was one world um, like the <laughs> R&B nightclub that was in Parramatta and so every time I said oh I regularly go to one love people would just automatically assume for some reason that, you that I was going wrong. to one world but no no it's funny that because there's a massive music there's a massive music festival in 
um, New Zealand that runs every year called One Love. A reggae one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like everyone, yeah, everyone always talks about it on Twitter. Um, but it's funny, back to that as well, there was a, a girl I went out with recently yeah. um, to a concert and we were going through Martin Place and she was like, oh, wasn't that... Um, Red Room? Yeah, it wasn't Red Room around here. And I was like, um, I've never been, so I have no idea where the yeah, Red like- is. I was like, please do not associate me. Like, I have no idea at all. So it's like, even our own, like... Our own brown girls is so like assume that we listen to it, which is yeah. I love when we don't or when we do because like I'm not hating on it. I'm just like I just feel I just feel like there's a certain. I've never, I think I've never been interested in the genre. But I feel like, like there's yeah. also a certain extra level of appreci- appreciation when you mm. listen to a different genre of, of music because um yeah it allows you to expand like what you're listening to and yeah just like um even the production side of it as well you know big production head. Um, as of last week's episode. Yeah, yes. as everyone will now know. I'm as a massive pr- production head. Will now know. <laughs> music theory is my shit. Um, shout out at It's The Bro, one of my mates. So we always talk music theory, so it's really cool. Anyway, so um, mm. I just I find it so interesting that, um, that we're just put into this uh, group Mold. of, yeah, of like. R&B music lovers and that I'm constantly trying to prove that I'm not or not, like, say that I am an I think, hey, do you music? think it's a bit of both? Like, I think subconsciously, I just don't want to associate with But at the same time, I've never really been interested in R&B. Like, I definitely was interested, like, back... In younger years? In younger years, because, yeah. like, literally, that's all I've... Like, Cause that's all I've... Because your siblings, would have been a great influence. Yeah, well, they, br- they brought me up with, like, Bone Thugs and Harmony and... See you and, at the cross. <laughs> so yeah, you older cousins always... I feel like older cousins in the 90s were like, yeah. Some of my cousins listened to this, my older cousins, and you were basically, you guys were all like NWA, Tupac, and Biggie. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, that's, that's Snoop, just. Snoop, Dre. Yeah. That's as much as my music. I mean, I love that shit, though. I love gangster rap. <laughs> but that's as much as my music um, knowledge, like, base, like, expanded to. That was it, just R&B. And it wasn't until, like, um, my brother and sister had like they became really close friends with another Samoan family Mm -hmm. and they're like they're both the same age yeah and um they were like listening to like this all like this really like totally different genre of music and I feel like obviously they were brought up in a different um you know I I think very similar to us and they listened to like they just showed me like all this new music like what I was like you know it was like the MCRs the the U's like oh. all like and I was just like what is this like I the Panic fire. at the Disco oh. <laughs> I remember Panic oh at the God. Disco Panic at the Disco was like um what are their because oh, nine in the afternoon what are their first songs <laughs> it's like when the demo version of it came out was when my brother was at schoolies and he brought yeah. it back like yeah. the burnt version. Of like, when I say shotgun, you say wedding, shotgun, wedding, shotgun, wedding. And it was like, my I had a lovers, blank. shout out. Yeah, like, I've like had a mind blank, but that was when, even before it became like the yeah. actual album. And he was like, you need to listen to this and everything. So, I, feel I think, like, yeah. yeah. I feel like pop punk was like the first different genre that I was introduced to when I was like 13, 14. Um, that I started hanging around like Iconic my sister's years. friends. Yeah, Iconic when you're Those are the age. real, yeah, those are the real, um, the real, uh... Did you have Vans? I had so many Vans. I didn't have Vans until <laughs> I, I was like... I didn't skate, so I felt like a very... No, nah, I had, I, had D- I always wanted DC shoes. DC shoes. But I just had fucking, um... 
Volleys. <laughs> volleys were so cool at school, though. Cool. The black volleys and the white volleys. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I definitely, my music changed, my music taste changed, you know, as around 13, 14, and I was yeah. listening to that, and then I got a bit interested into, like, electronic music. Hells yeah. Um, that's my shit right there. Shout out, yeah, that's Talisha's, yeah, she goes off for that. So. <laughs> So yeah, it was. Um, this is already. I can predict there's going to be an hour episode. No, <laughs> but yeah, it was like, um, and I just started to just progress through different genres mm. of music and um, getting more inspiration from people around me online as well. Like there was just so much out there, um, and it was I was an interested. Time it was pop punk was a very like indie alternative. All that stage, even though like a very iconic time, like, I reckon. It was up. like two thousands was like an iconic time for like. All genres. All genres, yeah. like the the pop punk, the R&B, legit, like the T-Pains and the Kanye's, literally yeah. setting, like, you know, um, some big some big milestones back then. Um, so, you know, apart from all that, and it's like to then be reduced to just one genre, I was like, no. Like, it's just... like a constant battle. Yeah. It's still like, I mean, think of it only last year that Uber incident happened with me. With that... <laughs> You can play yeah. R and B if you wanted to play R and B. I'm like, huh? Yeah. And you know what? My brother loves R and B. He like he can tell you any. He plays stuff from the '90s that I don't even know. Like, I literally <laughs> don't know. I'm like, how did you know this? We grew up in the same house. Mm. Oh, <laughs> we're have... in different lengths. Yeah. <laughs> I have the question now. Mm-hmm. So, what's your thoughts on '90s R and B? Overrated, underrated? I still think it's top what it is. Like, mm. it is a good... It is a great genre. Yeah. It's just something that I, I never really listen to. Mm. Like... Oh. See, do... Like, Salt and Pepper and that... They don't count. They're more hip-hop, hey? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. they've got, like... They've got their... Yeah. The slow tracks, I they guess. They still so. have, like... Oh, wait, when Brandy and Monica... That boy is mine. <laughs> See, that was just emphasizing at a young age that boys are trash from the yeah. get-go. <laughs> mm. No, we... Shout out to the non-problematic boys. <laughs> shout out... To the non-problematic brown boys. Uh, <laughs> it's like one in a million. I like any boy that pays attention to me. So <laughs> I don't I don't have restrictions. I don't see colour. I don't see colour. Um, it's like those problematic people that are like, I can't be racist. I have insert ethnic group friends. <laughs> no, my girlfriend is, my boyfriend is, no, you doesn't still count. can be racist. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. That has nothing to do with music at the moment, but still it kind of does. But it doesn't count. No, exactly. No. So. So, I think 90s R&B is overrated. You're here with the controversial music opinions <laughs> of the past two weeks. And I'm going to be going down Here's with you. R&B in this. tea. Nah, I enjoy, I enjoy the 90s R&B music. And even just recently, my uncle reminded me of... Um, oh, fuck. I even forgot her name. Wasn't man enough for me. No, I can't remember. Tony Braxton. Yeah. Yeah. She has that really distinctive voice that yeah. even if you think She's got a really distinctive voice. <laughs> like you could just hear that little part, you're like, that's Tony Braxton. Like that's she's like the mumble rap. <laughs> the mumble for the nineties. Before future and his cheesecake and stuff. Um but I think I think the nineties um R and B era is overrated. Um I enjoy it for what it was. I enjoy the Aaliyahs and the and the Tony Braxton's. <laughs> but, um... But just the assumption, hey. Because I still... Obviously, LA, amazing. 
but just the assumption that we must listen to it yeah. because of what we look like. But it's over. I think it's like it's overused. Like, I swear, someone like in the world, one person every minute is making a new track with like a a sample from Aaliyah's old songs, or making oh God, a sample Drake. from a Mariah oh, song, or making a sample like Drake's annoyed me. Too Drake's much. like sampled every fucking nineties R and B artist out Drake's there. Drake's annoyed me too much during this NBA playoffs. Like season. even his last one, Scorpion, he sampled um, "Emotions" by um, Mariah. Isn't he okay? Is Drake a Libra as well? Because I think I, he is. No, nah, Gemini. Like, because he's Libra as well, because October's very own. See, I think he is Libra, and that's, yeah. like, problematic to me, because as a Libra, I'm just like, I don't need this negativity in my life. <laughs> but he's so. just, yeah. Like, do you think it's the oversampling? The oversampling you, is just, like... Do you think that like, affects it, too, that that's the reason that you're pretty thinking yeah. it's overrated? That's why, because it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, I gotta, gotta sample this, gotta sample that. And it's just like, and how many songs even now, like, in the pop charts, are reusing the same melodies, the same hooks, from like all these nineties songs. It's sad that kids don't know that too. It upsets me. Yeah, that makes me so mad. Like I don't know if you guys know. Okay, so bound to Kanye. We're going we're going off track for a sec. But bound <laughs> to bound to Kanye. Okay? We're going on the motorbike that's in the bound to, yeah. <laughs> to like Charlie off Wilson. Track. Charlie Wilson singing that I know you're tired bit, okay? That know. is that came from a Kanye song. Okay. Whoever fucking remixed it is disrespectful and he needs Charlie needs his royalty rights, alright? Because that song needs to be taken down. Because I remember when I heard it on the radio and I was like, what the fuck is this? And then someone, and then I played the original one time and they're like, oh, is this like an actual song? This happened to me like in year seven. I'm getting very specific because I'm very petty. You probably have noticed this like four episodes in. Is that um, I had a full on argument when Jarul sampled Toto Africa. Who? Toto's Africa. Remember Jerul? He sampled Toto's <gasps> Africa. Yes. Like and someone at school argued with me saying, where's the proof that this was not Jerul originally? No. I'm like, it's Toto's Africa. It's like one of the most famous 80s songs ever. Are you serious? Wow, wow, wow. And, wow, wow. you know, this was like 2002. I can't show up YouTube. YouTube wasn't even invented that to prove him wrong. <laughs> but I'm still bitter about that. Like, it's... Know your samples. Actually, what's that website? Who... Who, who sampled? sampled? Yes. If you want to figure out that stuff <laughs> yes it's so interesting like i said i love music theory and i love hearing where music is samples where it's sampled from and kanye is a massive music sampling genius like he's actually underrated and that's why i enjoy and appreciate his craft um like yeah i could i could go through the history of like the songs like kanye's produced whatever he did jay-z h to the izzo and he I did i still have that single <laughs> like you know he's done so much Anyway, so I think it's overrated. I feel like it's overused. Did you see? Because I feel like in the 90s, my dad was listening to like the Beastie Boys and Smashing Pumpkins. My dad was still listening to the fucking 70s. And this, like <laughs> Rage Against the Machine, real emotional, like grunge hours or whatever, dad. Thanks. Shout out. My late dad. Um, he used to buy like the Triple J Hottest 100 like back in the day. So that was all like regurgitator. Like, yeah, like, like everything like that, and he always liked the Smashing Pumpkins in nineteen seventy nine because he finished school in nineteen seventy nine, so he yeah. was related to it. Yeah. Um. But like, I feel like in saying that, maybe because they didn't listen to R and B, I think maybe that I didn't mm. find like I think my brother had to find his own source of R and B, which would have been just like 
TV hits back in the day. I don't know. <laughs> TV hits. TV rage, hits. rage, rage, oh, rage forever. Yeah. Any Australian kid wouldn't, hopefully, would know rage, what rage, rage yeah, rage, what rage, rage is. Rage. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, I, for like the better part of like 2013 to 2016, mm. I listened, I got a lot of my music from SoundCloud. Mm. And honestly, every second song had an Aaliyah sample. I was like, let her rest <laughs> in peace. <laughs> my diary entry my Winnie the Pooh diary is when she died I had like a full two page entry damn it was not very, a four page letter no, uh, it, was such, <laughs> it was it was fucking full on in that Winnie the Pooh diary I was like oh my god we that was intense yeah. that was intense fully intense yeah. I still have it it's still fucking written in my year six handwriting mm. but so um, like I don't know I just that's just how I feel about that that era and that was a really cool I just feel like we need to let it we just need to let it go I still Enjoy respect it. its hustle. Yeah, I respect it, but... I think, like, yeah. Do you think that you feel that? I think it's generally because people assume we listen to it. Yeah. I think it's the people are part. holding on to it, though. Like, let it they go. Do. Enjoy the new music out What's there. What's with the re-emergence of Tommy Hilfiger? Okay. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I no. wish... I love Tommy Hilfiger, but I wish I kept my actual authentic Tommy Hilfiger that most of these kids weren't even alive Oh, yeah, for. the feeler as well is coming out. I have, I'm mixed about feeler. Well, Feeler's coming out at fucking Target, so that's yeah. my... Yeah, I'm done I'm with that. I'm mixed about Feeler, though. <laughs> Tommy Hilfiger, yeah. Well, I, I mean, like I didn't really girl. have... I couldn't afford Tommy Hilfiger. I had Feeler, so I was cool with that. I used to have Tommy Girl perfume. It was like Cute. my first perfume. Cute. It was to get it from Maya. <clears throat> Life's so hard. Grace Brothers back then. That's how old I am. <laughs> but, um... So, yeah, like going back to <laughs> this that... This is really... Yeah. Going back to that, um, it's a, it's a good genre... I enjoy it, but we need to appreciate it for what it was. But, like, there's more out there. There's so much more out there. We need to um, listen to more music, speak to more people, find out what they're listening to. I mean, this is only a a suggestion. (laughs) Because I do feel out of place because majority, I would say majority of my cousins... Listen, like we don't have music tastes in common. Mm. Like only a few. Of I don't have, we yeah. have it, but like, and I feel, in a way, I don't feel that I'm Fijian enough because I don't listen to R and B. I don't listen to reggae. I don't listen to traditional music as much. No, nah, but then you're also putting you're also putting those that music into that box that we're trying to get out of too. Yeah, it's a weird situation where you're just like, oh. But it's know. funny how like, and I guess that's kind of. Um, Tying into like the other question that we had, which was, why didn't we listen to traditional music? So yeah, so Shalitha and I didn't really listen to it too much. I feel like a lot of it, like I, I thought to myself, maybe a lot of it to, the reason why I didn't listen to it was because my dad, like, just we when we migrated, he's like, nope, nope, no Samoan music, no none of that. Um, but, yeah, like mum listened to traditional, but not a mu- much because dad didn't really like it. And dad, like, grew up. Like, dad was similar to your dad. They're mm. both born in, like, the late 50s. Um, I think, to they be moved honest, here yeah. And he just, like, he... I don't know. Like, because when I moved here as well, dad, I just feel... I don't know. I haven't... I, can't, I haven't asked the man. But, <laughs> like, I feel like he just kind of cut off all everything to do with his culture. Because I he'd mm. he stopped talking to someone. And that's why I never knew. Oh, right. Um, I never... Yeah, I never learned. Uh, but it's just, yeah, we grew up here and I just thought maybe he'd just stop listening to the music as well. Yeah. And so the only time I'd hear this music is when I'd go back to 
or couldn't see my grandma and they're just playing someone music or that's the other time I yeah, hear I even, English I don't even remember playing I don't even remember it being played as a kid because yeah. as like I said I was saying to Cripps earlier that my um grandpa would be listening to like the Mills Brothers Ella Fitzgerald mm, mm. Nat King Cole like Louis Armstrong like all that stuff like yeah. all that and classical music and so my dad based his like likes of my grandpa and then he also like found himself with his own genre because he was a kid when Jimi Hendrix like debuted and mm. dad was like oh my god there's a black left-handed guitarist and I'm black <laughs> and I'm left-handed relatable and too. relatable so that's why he always idolized Jimi Hendrix that's great so stuff like that like my brother only reminded me of that like the other week because he's like remember that's the reason you know and stuff like that and I think it's so hard because we can't speak for them too because I mean, mm. imagine, like, coming to a whole different country and everything that young. That's yeah. just, like, it's, like, you basically have to adapt. Yeah. Or you... Or you adapt you're, Yeah, it's adapt, but it's, like, one extreme to the other. You're either going to adapt or you're going to fight back. Yeah. And say, fuck y'all. Probably, like, or even just, like, unfortunately, you can't adapt and then you're just, like, stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that's I like I I didn't listen to a lot of the traditional music and my dad himself like similar to your dad that he mm. listened to like a lot of um like alternative music as well and um you know even just growing up like oh <laughs> he, um a memory that we that Talitha and I talked about last week was hearing that song from Smokey called Who the Fuck Is Alice. Oh my god! Oh, or like living. Oh, not really, but. Alice, who the fuck is Alice? We played that last week to our mate, and she was like, "What the fuck?" Cannot relate to this content. If it's not that, it's it's it's. I swear, I tweeted about it. Yes, today every Islander dad loves the Eagles. I'm not that Hotel California. Poll. We're doing a poll, a live poll. If you know what Hotel California by the Eagles is, please reply to our Instagram post. Is it is it an ethnic dad thing? Because once we played the Eagles at work just randomly during Christmas, and all uh, maybe it had a maybe it had a reggae vibe. All like singing, like what was it? Take it to the limit. And then one of the older team members was like, "Are you making fun of us because of this generation?" And we're like, (laughs) "No, it's because our parents are from this generation." So. I swear, there's that's my conspiracy theory. No, I, I think yeah, I think yeah. you're right, mate. I think everyone's think everyone's subscribed to the the, the Hotel California <laughs> track. And then the second part of the podcast was Talitha's conspiracy theories. On, <laughs> um, how I reckon that Skynet's basically going to happen, and the new Terminator that oh gets released God. in November. And I'll tell you guys, I I believe this is happening. But I think I think we should elaborate on traditional music in a second part like right after this or what do you think well <laughs> yeah let's take a let's yeah. take a quick break because and... we know it's a sensitive subject for a lot of people i've had some feedback from friends in relation to it yeah so we're gonna take a quick break we had our r&b super club rant <laughs> we'll we do be... not listen to r&b and we did not go to r&b clubs okay <laughs> but we'll be back after a short break <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Talofa, part two <laughs> of episode 4.5 of our music edition that has surprisingly 
Um, continue, continue but is it surprising though no. <laughs> no if you see our instagrams our private instagrams you'll figure yeah, out just pretty like quickly. live music live music live music is mine by the way just quickly off topic my me and my brother saw aziz ansari yeah that was hectic I saw and that. aziz and he shook his yes out of the entire crowd aziz sh- shook only mine and my brother's hand. And he also said my brother's name in full, which I won't say for the sake of the podcast. But he said my brother's name. And I'm just like, bro, Aziz Ansari said your full name like five to six Did he to know him times. before or no? No. Like, he, like, he was like, and you, sir, what's your name? And then, yeah. Oh I was my like, God. what the F? Anyway, guys, I just wanted to solidify that into a part of history. Mm. That's what happened. Okay. All I think of is Tom Haverfords from North Carolina. Yes. <laughs> oh, if you guys haven't seen Parks and Rec gotta watch it highly we're, recommend we're big sitcom fans here that yeah. could be another episode just on who knows who knows so <laughs> um basically the motivation of this like this um second part of our podcast mm. is that i had one of my good friends actually like ask me about how i felt about the traditional fijian music because i didn't really grow up with it um, do I feel disconnected? Because he felt it with his Portuguese heritage mm. that he did feel disconnected because he wasn't surrounded by it. And I agree. Like, I feel because we didn't have much um, Fiji music and I think also just like the first part of the podcast where it relates to like the R&B and the reggae and everything. It's like because I never really listened to all of that. I always feel, even now, I still feel awkward about not being Fijian enough, even though we're five podcasts in now. <laughs> but I still feel like I still feel issues where mm. because I'm not relating to my cousins, like especially my family, that they're all pretty much on the same boat with music and everything. Boat. Yeah, boat. <laughs> oh, that's a really poor, I, that's a poor choice of well, I mean, take a drawer when we're all on the they're all on the drawer together, and I'm like drowning in Super Harbor. <laughs> That's how I feel. But how do you feel like just about the traditional? Because we have similar social, similar situations where we didn't really have traditional mm. music mm. growing up. Yeah. Um, it's, well, like, I think it also comes down to like who I associate that music with. Mm. And I associate, associate it with my um, family in New Zealand, like my extended family, which I don't, like, I don't talk to them too much. Mm. Um, and so, like, it would only be when I'd go back to Auckland and see them and I'd be, you know, or, yeah, so, like, I'd go back to New Zealand, I'd see them, we'd play all this music and I have no idea what the fuck any of it means mm-hmm. um, because I'm, like, a whitewashed kid, basically. Um, and, yeah, like, you know, my dad speaks Samoan, my mum speaks Samoan, my brother and my sister understand and I have no idea. And so I did feel very, like on the outskirts most of the time because also like my mm. a lot of my cousins in New Zealand grew up with my grandma who raised who she raised and then she helped them speak Samoan so I'm just there going grandma said what now like you know like yeah and just even the music as well I didn't listen to too much of it um so then you know like I feel like people learn a lot easier through music as well like yeah understanding. it's like me with k-pop I can, yeah <laughs> I can somewhat actually understand Korean yeah and so I'm just like no nah, I have no idea um so I feel like it's also an underlying mm. thing that I didn't I couldn't connect um I didn't listen to the music because then I couldn't understand it and I couldn't connect with it and then also just couldn't connect with the family over there. Um, so I've always felt like outcasted in a sense. Like I've not, I've never really been fully accepted because I've not learnt the language. 
And I mean, I probably don't have any or much of an excuse now being 25, but yeah, it's just something that's just like really like I've, I've just taken on. Like I like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to like, I can learn or like, it's also, this so, is definitely, I want to push it to this to another episode, like down the track, but I want to talk about like languages. how, like languages and stuff. Like oh, yeah, that's me and my brother like can feel very discouraged about that. And then also just discourages me to listen to the whole, like the music as a whole. Um, mm. though I know a lot of it has contained a lot of history. Um, and even with Samoa, um, Samoan language week being last week, you know, played a little, I kind of, <laughs> this is like new wave Samoan music, but played a little bit of Zipso for my cousin and he was like, what's this? <laughs> so, but yeah, just even in saying that, like, um, you know, it's like definitely been a disconnection to my heritage, um, mm. from not listening to the music. What do you think we can do as like, two brownish girls hey. Mm. hey but like i mean two like you know pacific islander girls what can we do in relation to not feeling this way because i feel i feel like it's going to continue until like it's still yeah even though we've created this i still feel i'm not part of the community yeah like i'm still like an outsider yeah like, to quote jimmy like was it called Chisel standing on the outside? Looking. Only I would say Paul Chisel song in the middle of Thanks Dad. But like I feel like I'm standing on the outside looking in. Yeah. And like Well that's a good know. question. I don't I don't think I'm an answer for that, but let's put it let's put it to the to the two brownish girls like fan base. <laughs> but like it's true, like with the language, like so you don't do you understand some nah. moans? Yeah, I'm saying it correctly. <laughs> um, I don't. I really, I don't. Can you? So you don't? I always assume. I real. I assume. Wow, that you, you assume that yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I assumed you spoke. But, no, but like, yeah. Even like, honestly, <laughs> even going to New Zealand, and I would talk to my cousins, same age as me, in like, like just certain Samoan words. Like we play pool. It's called biliaki. When I'd say it, they're like, ha ha, biliaki, ha ha ha. And I was like, well, I don't want to fucking say it anymore. I don't want to yeah. try and say it because I'm gonna be like, you know, laughed and at and teased. That's the thing. It's like we get teased when we try too. Yeah. And then and she's like, what do you fucking want us to do? Like. And it makes it, it makes it honestly, it makes it really hard to be encouraged to learn. And so, you know, again, in doing this, like I want to create a community that we can feel encouraged to learn. Like, um, you know, and I have no idea. It's just such a big open topic that it just makes me, it makes me really sad to be honest. Like I'm here 25. No, like, yeah, I've got very, a very basic understanding, but other than that, like, you know, like all my aunties, you know, as much as they speak Samoan, it's just like, I don't feel like they could be as supportive as I would hope that they could be. Like, I, I tried to teach language them before, schools, but hey. yeah. I wish we had language schools. Like we said this they have in language schools. One. Yeah, they have language schools in, in Auckland, but I'm just yeah. like, bitch, I need like We need cor- it in Sydney. I need fire correspondence. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd love to be in a classroom of it. So, and, and I know there's a lot of classes like, for like kids actually that like yeah. a lot of like Pacific Island moms can come together with their kids and That's go to like idea. yeah yeah because I think like I can so I can pretty much understand Fijian but I can't speak it mm. um I can translate most of it I but I respond in English mm. but I think like I really like I wish that 
there was a school, like I said in the first episode, like my Greek friends had, my Italian friends had, where they had school from kindergarten to year 12 outside school just on their language. Because mm. I think it's a very important thing. I've heard, like, some people suggest to me that maybe because it's a dead language, which is insultive because it's not like when... <laughs> Like, I, I didn't want to touch. That's another episode for another night. Um, but I feel like it's a very important strength to have. And I feel... But I we want to can't, be a bilingual yeah, bitch. We can't learn it if you're teasing us. <laughs> yeah. And I think that even relates to the music. Like, you get treated... Oh, she doesn't know the language. She doesn't know the, She doesn't listen to the music. She's a fucking weirdo because she listens to... Got a Lana Del Rey tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Kanye hell? tattoo, so... She's got a Kanye whatever, tattoo. Whatever, whatever. But um, we're not like we're not in this space saying that we're like unique and quirky girls because we're different from like you know. I think um, I think we were just making we're it. Just, like, we were just doing with what we had. It's dealing, yeah. Because like that's the thing. Like if you heard my dad's voice, you couldn't even tell that he was. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. Fijian. He has like the most Oka accent that, like you know. Your mum, on the other hand, I loved her. My mum, yeah, because, yeah. like, that's the difference because, like, dad came here as a teenager, like, 16. Mum came here, like, after her studies. So she was, I think, in her early 20s. So, like... Her accent stayed with her. Yeah, her yeah. accent. Like, she's very articulate, as people would tell her. <laughs> which I saw on Twitter, um, which was a good example, when someone said, oh, someone was so surprised that I was articulate. And they said that's because they didn't think you knew English. Mm. And so, but she was, like... She's crazy, crazy lady. Mm. Um, but, but like, you know, but I think it all, yeah, like it all joins somehow. Like, even though we think we're just talking about music. Dude, just fucking yeah. talking about that just then when you were like, how does it, how does it connect back to your family? I'm just like, okay, wow, this is why I'm don't have never felt connected or never wanted to, never wanted to listen to the music is because I already don't feel connected to my family. Yeah. Um, and that's a real like, un- like revealing truth in coming out in speaking about this like on this episode like what i've realized that i attribute it like someone music to the family that i don't connect with mm. and so it's like i don't want to li- not that i like purposely don't want to listen to it in like um, a negative cult- yeah in a neg- yeah, yeah in a negative lie but it's just like like i don't feel a way like when i listen to like old music i feel um like old Samoan music, I re- I feel like a really longing connection, like to mm. to, like wow, I'm getting really emotional. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I would hug you more, but I'm sitting on the other side <laughs> of the microphone. I'm not doing like a thirty rock Jack Nelly. <laughs> like they're there. Yeah, no, like I listen to like a lot of like the old Samoan music because mm. that's what I prefer. Just like the old like five stars, which is mm. yeah, just like these five guys like singing this beautiful someone music and when i listen to it i just like i long for it like you know Mm. i really long for the culture and i long to be a part of it um but i don't like i don't feel connected and so yeah like it's definitely it's so hard they don't yeah like like my auntie rang and i like my auntie called last week and she said i'm so happy you and your simone Samoan. <laughs> See, she pronounced it right. I didn't. I'm like Samoa. She's getting there. She's I'm getting, getting there. there. <laughs> it. But my auntie was like really happy with us. Like she said, you know, 
I've told your cousins in Fiji to listen to it because, see, a lot of the kids mm. in the islands don't know how you Australian kids deal. <laughs> they don't. They, she said, they don't actually know what life is like having both worlds. Yeah. And I couldn't believe my auntie said that. I was like, what? Because I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm swearing at this podcast. I'm talking rubbish <laughs> most of the time. I'm like, but for her to say that, I said, I really thought about it. And I think, mm. like, you know, they don't mm. know how we feel because yeah. they think, I think they think we're all, we're entitled, we're spoiled and everything. But it's like, it is a it's clash a bit between of, both yeah, worlds. It's a bit of both because, like, yeah, we've obviously been given an opportunity that, like, other people haven't. But it's like, in doing that, like, our families have lost a bit of their culture in moving here and assimilating. You know, and it, like obviously, it's up to them as well to see if mm. they, if they want to like upkeep it or like you know embrace it and whatever. And like you know, our families, like our parents, can only do so much. Yeah. And yeah, like it's obviously affected the way that I've, um, like, seen my culture. Like, yeah. You know, and even just the ways that like. You know, me, like, that I was treated indirectly, like, by my family or just, like, you know, like, laughed out when I didn't understand anything. Like, you know, it's, like... Because yeah, that's, like, really, it's that really... is hurtful because if you're not going to teach us the language, then why tease us when we're trying to, when we're trying to pronounce it? Because mm. at least we're trying. Like, yeah, at least like, correct us, say, oh, good attempt, but, you know, you can, you have to pronounce it like this. <laughs> but, but isn't that, cool. isn't that, doesn't that also come down to, like... Again, another episode, but, like, doesn't it come down to, like, the way that we communicate and the way that we joke? Is yeah. that they don't? Like... Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> now we're all getting you know triggered. Now we're all getting that's triggered. A, that's, a, that's a totally different thing on yeah. communication is that yeah. we don't communicate in the way of, like, sitting down and saying, look, like, you know... You upset me by this. Oh, my God. Imagine telling... Imagine... <laughs> imagine brand, imagine <laughs> parents saying how they actually feel. I This is how I feel by you doing this. Yeah. I could just feel like th- something's thrown at me. <laughs> yeah, same, you know? In the same sentence of me airing my grievances. So, yeah, that's, like... The, all of this is, like, such a domino effect. Um, but that's how it's, like it's really impacted me and my mm. view of Samoan cultures. I really want to embrace it and be enriched by it. But there's like so much that's discouraging me from wanting to learn because yeah. the people around me are like, you should have learned when you were fucking seven. It's like, well, I'm fucking 25. Like deal with it. <laughs> like I'm learning, you know, like just take it for what it is. Um, it's like so... when people say offhand remarks to me, like your mother should have taught you. We, I'm like, but my mom's dead. <laughs> yeah, so, like, like that's I mean, that. I can stare at the Fijian dictionaries that we have and, like, the, the language guides, yeah. but if no one's going to tell me properly, then how am I meant to speak this language? Yeah. How am I meant to, you know? And it is a real disconnect. We are really torn between two worlds that a lot of people think... Um, it's not a big it, deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Like, you guys, oh, my gosh. But, like... Every day, like, when you, you know, when we started this podcast and we're, like, taking, like, little bits of our life and really analyzing them yeah. is that we're finding, oh, my gosh, like... Yeah. Because we're thinking, this was fine. This growing up was fine. Blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, <laughs> no, brain. What are you doing? It's like, like I don't listen to traditional music. Okay, this is why. Yeah. The brain's, like, tricked you. Yeah. You fooled yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. But you know what's cool, though, is, like, again, in doing these episodes, I feel like we're... We're unpacking like yeah. what we what we are feeling yeah. at surface level, yeah. and then the more that we talk about it, we yeah. literally unpack and keep going deeper into our subconscious, yeah. 
and start to understand these reasons of the... and then it'll get better like i think it will mm. ultimately get better i think um so far the support of all you guys like listening to us and like straight away as soon as like our sh- like podcast is posted that's amazing and like you know messaging us like we've received like a lot of um heartfelt messages that actually makes me upset that so many of us are going through the same thing like i'm yeah. great that we have this community and like eventually we'll be able to meet up and like even have coffees or discussions yes. which i think w- which will help our situation because we're like this whole trapped between two worlds thing um but we need to get through it together. Yeah, we do need to get through it together. <laughs> we need a support group. Yeah, we do need a support group. Two Brandish Girls support group. <laughs> Tied in with Two Brandish Girls True Crime Podcast. <laughs> to leave this conspiracy theories. But like, um, even like going back to the serious topic of traditional music, mm. it's true though, like I feel the link when I hear like Bula Malaya is that um my grandpa, um, that I never he passed away like the year I was born, but my mum's um dad like he was in malaysia at the time when the fijian soldiers were in malaysia so that song always reminds me of him even though i never got to know him but it's like little things like that and i think it's just yeah like obviously the classics like you know of Soleil and um black rose black rose has the bangers yeah always black rose has the freaking bangers <laughs> and um but it's still it's still a disconnect like no matter even if i understand the language and everything i still feel yeah. like i feel like i'm never feeding enough yeah and that's and it's not my tattoos as my mom and dad used to oh, say oh look i've got i could have all the fucking samoan tattoos in the world which i do and maybe i don't know I, why i'm showing my tattoos like we've got a video camera. she's showing it yeah <laughs> but they're all like daft punk david bowie lana del rey Ed Banger Records, and then I've got, like, a self-portrait of myself with a knife, like, and my nails did. But <laughs> but I think, like, yeah, like, it's just, I've never, even now, like, I think it's going to be a really massive journey. Mm. Um, I mean, we're only, like, technically four and a half episodes in. <laughs> there's so much content, like, we think of. Um, yes. But it's, it is basically a support podcast mm. because, you know, as my auntie said, no one knows our story. Like, you know, the kids in, like, the islands think we're all living, like, the glamorous life here. The glamorous. Like, but culturally, we're like, whoa, well, we're not, you know, we're not Aussie, according to... Yeah, we're not fucking Fijian either, and we're not someone Fijian, either. And yeah, we're not the... <laughs> but, like, it is, like, I think it is a really tough topic that um, they don't want us. Mm. <laughs> But if, if, um, I don't know what I meant by that, but yeah. And so in saying this, I think we're wanting to put it out to everyone and see how we can, um, find ways to embrace the music and Mm -hmm. then obviously continue to embrace the culture. So embrace your race. Yeah. That's part of it. Um, so yeah, this was such a big topic. This one from being like, oh, music, huh? And like, like, uh. So, like, why do I end like this? Bro, okay, so my brother's gonna listen to this episode and I'm just, he's gonna be laughing. He's gonna be pissing himself laughing at me. But hey, you know where I'm coming from, all right? So, I'm just gonna put it out there. Okay, I'm sorry that I cried on a live TV. (laughs) He's like, Chris, you didn't have to. Um, but yeah, so... No, express yourself, Madonna <laughs> Styles. 
express yourself deeply style. deeply styles yeah <laughs> so look i mean yeah that was a really good topic and we want to put some questions out to um the t the 2bg um fans and the first one is just what are you currently listening to let's let's put our taste out there so just tag us on your instagram story and we can repost it to everyone and also um, the intense question is how do you feel listening to the traditional music of your country if you do or if you don't yeah and do you feel a connect or disconnect in that um so unpack with us and share it on instagram and we can put it on our story as well to have a conversation and tell Illinois, um, and and Olay. just talk some more about it. But yeah, thank you so much, guys, for listening to this <laughs> intense second half of our music edition. Yeah, that went a bit. Yeah, true, but that's okay. Real. But the, if anyone knows anything about language schools in Sydney, please message us Hit so us we can up. post it on our Instagram story. Because I think that is a really um, yeah. big thing that we need that um, the kids will feel more comfortable knowing both worlds and yeah if there's any like just any resources in general as well that we can send through any instagrams all of that send it through to us so we can share it and spread the word but yeah yeah even quickly even though i'm not fluent but i understand i couldn't stop laughing last friday because my friend and i went to cabra Mm. to get barn me classic yeah story but then there was like a fijian um there was a group of fijian couples and they were speaking Fiji and I couldn't understand what they were saying. And they were complaining about something being um, sold out at one of the, t- like, one of the uh, tea, like, bubble tea places. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't stop laughing because I understood. But then they realized that I could understand what they were saying. Because you were laughing when they yeah. were. And then they laughed too. And it was just a great, like, that. even little things like that. It's like, I love being able to, you yeah. know, understand. I can understand what someone's saying in a different language. And I feel like I'm Carmen San Diego or a spy or something. Carmen! <laughs> But yeah. yeah, like this is um, obviously probably a trigger warning for all our future um, podcasts that everything is, it's going to be a sensitive topic because, um, you know, we're not trained psychiatrists or psychologists. Hell no. So when we realize, when we're just like going into the onion peelings, I'm thinking of like, yeah, onion, thinking yeah. of the deep web for something in the Yeah, tour. removing the layers of the onion. <laughs> the layers of the onion to get into the deep web. That's my We're going to fucking, my yeah, it's, it's, it's an intense shit. And yeah. so, you know, as, as we always say, unfiltered, it's honest. And it's Our pretty, experience. Yeah, our experiences and it's raw. So, yeah. send through what you took away from this episode and we'll see you next week for... The next, hopefully... The next episode. (laughs) That's one stereotype I fulfill because I love gangster rap. (laughs) Shout out to Dre. Shout out to Dre. Except Eminem. Thank you. Uh, Eminem. That's another no. No, no Eminem. All right. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Thank you, guys. And speak soon. More there. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Brownish Girls. Feel free to share your takeaways from this episode by liking our Instagram page at Two Brownish Girls where you can interact with us and impact more after each episode. Until next time. Bye. bye.